Yeah, that's a, that's a thing with the <laughs> WWE. Scary white men with beards. <laughs> Go ahead on, Mr. Businessman. You can't dress like me. Whether the scribe or facts are interrupted by quotes, cease the bullshit with live votes, just like Watts puts the juice through amps. Hey, what's good, folks? You are listening to the 43rd, 47th edition of the Slam Bros Show. It's your boy, Bowman12L, coming live from the Sunside State, where I may or may not have the flu. You probably got it too. Just like the Walking Dead, we're all infected. Join by me always, Illa Illa YC. What's good? He is this fanatic, the Bowman 12L. I am the skeptic, Illa YC. We coming to you live and direct, so we ready to get it, man. Everything is good with me, Bowman. All right, yo, that's dope, man. That's dope. What's dope, my dude? <laughs> What's dope? These Black Panther reviews that are coming in. The Fan Bros fam, Tatiana, bit, 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 I mean, they've already seen the joint. They're giving it uh, two thumbs up, a twist and a kiss. All the critics, all the stars have come out. And they shining bright, shining a light on Black Panther. Man, I am amped up. Me and my nonprofit, Planetary Chase, an international youth travel and STEAM career mentoring initiative that I started. I'm going to take, uh, I've rented a theater, I'm going to take 80 underprivileged youth from Big Brothers Big Sisters to a screening of Black Panther. So I need your help to donate. You can check out fundly.com forward slash planetary hyphen panther to lend your support for a ticket and concessions for one of these young people to go check out this revolutionary new film because Crown Wakanda Black Panther so lit. And the Slam Bros are here for it. I'm sorry, Bowen. Please continue. I had to get that out because this Black Panther excitement has just come over me. Hey, man. No, it's, it's excited. We're all excited. I also think the the Planetary Chase, man. I mean, that's just a dope idea. And it's not necessarily just because they're going to see Black Panther, but more or less the experience that you're going to create or have the opportunity to create with these kids is going to be one that they, they take with them for the rest of their lives, you know? So, um just be able to go out and enjoy a movie with friends and people, you know, that care about is something that they're going to enjoy more so than, you know, seeing a bunch of black faces on the screen, well, which is dope as well. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, with, with Planetary Chase, the idea is to take young people in the 8th to 10th grade, get them passports, fly them to different countries so they can actually experience um, a different country, a different culture, but also shadow people in the STEAM careers, which is science, technology, engineering, art, and math. So they're gaining a global perspective. They're learning that they're global citizens. They're hopefully discovering that they have way more career options and life options than what they think of. Um, and that, that's the gist of it, man. I mean, the program's still being developed. So this Black Panther thing was like my first fundraiser, my first um, attempt to let people know about Planetary Chase and what we're about. Um, Big, Brothers, Big, si- Big Brothers Big Sisters has been super cool with me. And, you know, I'm just trying to leverage a lot of my, my network and my connections. You know, I, I know people who know people. Um, so, you know, this is the first thing that we got, we're trying to get a, and set these people, these young people on, a, on a, a better path in life that may not have the opportunity because of the situation and circumstances beyond their control. So just trying to do my part, man, to help these young people become much better contributors to our society and just greater humans. Yeah, man, that's dope. As long as you don't hook them up with the world passport. Tell them that. 
Yasin Bey does not have all the answers, and that is not a real thing. <laughs> I will watch out for the Yasin boogie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. You still got your shovel over there? Ready to get in these dirt sheets? Oh, let's get it. WWE opened up their pocketbook, and they've kind of gone on a signing spree, booking up talent and names from all over the wrestling world, and it seems they haven't stopped yet. I honestly don't know what everyone's going to do. They can't pay everyone. There's not enough TV time for everyone, So, but uh, after we recorded the podcast the last time he joined us two weeks ago, uh, breaking news was that uh, Ricochet, a.k.a. Prince Puma, uh, pretty much the main protagonist of Lucha Underground Seasons 1, 2, and 3. Signed a deal with WWE and he'll be showing up in NXT sometime soon. He showed up at the TakeOver event as like, yo, a dude in the crowd. Um, and so a lot of people are like, oh man, Prince Puma, man, Prince Puma, Ricochet, man. Him and what he did in New Japan with Will Ospreay. Got a lot of people talking about flippy shit last year. Or I should say the year before. But just like, yo, if you've seen anything in Lucha Underground, you know, you 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 know you you seen something special with Prince Puma. And then on top of Prince Puma, excuse me, Ricochet. Also, shout out, you know, living in Orlando over here, the Sunshine State with myself. Man, can now he got that WWE money. He can get out that old Honda and get him a new Honda. <laughs> Alright. Um Yo, War Machine. They've also signed um, contracts with the WWE. For those not familiar, War Machine is a tag team. Did a lot of work in Ring of Honor. Of course, done some stuff in uh, New Japan. Just been tearing up the independent scene, man. Two big dudes. Two scary-ass white dudes with a lot of beards, you know? Concerned for a lot of folk. Um, just stomping people. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing with the WWE. <laughs> scary white men with beards. <laughs> All right. So they've also been signed contracts. They'll be showing up in uh, in NXT. NXT is just you know restocking their roster right now. It seemed you know after the Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Sami Zayn, Samoa Joe's got pulled up to the main roster. I mean we were kind of left with like Bobby Roode and whatnot, but the roster's been looking a little like mm, a little light. But now they're like restocking. So War Machine's gonna go fill up. That's gonna be dope. But you know not long after. War Machine, who also showed up at the NXT TakeOver. Uh, there is speculation that this guy, uh, Ethan Carter III, uh, who, beca- I, don't, I don't know, in some random wrestling promotion, which I'm not even sure is a real promotion. He kind of made his name down there. Uh, apparently, he was one of the best things going on in that promotion. Um, for whatever reason, uh, being one of the best things in that promotion was not enough to keep him in that promotion and he became a free agent. A lot of people speculated that his uh, no compete clause was going to probably be up in um well in like a- after WrestleMania, but he showed up as Takeover as well. Showed up as E3C Takeover. He'll probably be there soon, making the WWE money. Yeah, you know he can no longer he you know outside of a Honda man he can get an Acura now, He's making good money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then of course this week on Two Hundred Five Live, another one of uh, 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 ET3's associates, Rockstar Spud, 
who uh, got a new WWE name. It was it was like a, the WWE is of WWE names. It called this, this dude Maverick, like David Maverick or something. I don't watch 205 Live, but he's on there. He's now the new GM of 205 Live over there. I'm like, yo, who's left at this fake wrestling company? Who's left? They're all in the E. Um, <laughs> and, of course, Johnny Gargano's wife, Candice LeRae, who um, showed up on TakeOver to chase away uh, Ricochet's actual real-life girlfriend at the end of their match, uh, Candice LeRae. Uh, she's been offered a contract with WWE, so she'll be wrestling, I guess, on the NXT brand sometime soon. And then also... Uh, we'll talk to it right now. The, the the hottest new signee is, of course, Ronda Rousey, which has been the speculation since... Uh, how many WrestleManias ago was that when she and The Rock showed up and, that, and beat up Triple H? And, I think that was three Manias ago? Two same one when Brock three? went with uh, Roman, right? That was when they were outside in Arizona, right? Was yeah. The Arizona one. Yeah, that was the outside one, yeah. So that's um, two. I don't even know, man. They they stop putting numbers on these things, you know, because numbers are for old people. Well, they have the Roman numerals because they're cool. Vince thinks that numbers are for old people and it makes the brand look old. So he's just calling it like WrestleMania, wherever it's at. Whatever, man. So, all right. Rousey is finally officially a pro wrestler now and not like a special attraction crossover star um so let's get this out the way ella how you feeling about rousey i really could give a fuck less um i don't mind ronda rousey as a human being like a lot of people have real issues with her but i enjoyed her as a ufc fighter um i enjoyed her little bit with the rock i just see her in wwe as more like to me, like I've been thinking, like okay, they're gonna have her be the one who maybe stops Oscar's undefeated streak, and that would really piss me off because I like Oscar, um, and I just don't think Rousey deserves that. You know, um, if she's gonna be brought in, I think she should work her way up, and she should be brought in as a big attraction, true enough, but one who is fallible. fallible. You know, and kind of stumbling and still trying to learn and earn earn her stripes in the ring. Um, I think it could be a good thing. You know, we'd have to see her in action because even her walk down that ramp was awkward as fuck. Like it was the most awkward walk down a ramp to the ring I think I have ever seen. But uh, as far as a performer, we have to wait and see. Uh, I just hope they don't give her the Cena push, you know, or that Roman Reigns type of just inflated push. And that's the thing that I, I dread. Um, I don't see her being I've seen her talk in interviews and she can be goofy as hell. Um, so, you know, I just don't know. I mean, she just she just seems like a, a goofball, you know, and she doesn't seem she doesn't come across intimidating. Um it just doesn't it's just not there you know so it, it just depends on how they kind of position her character like if they make her a human being who's like really just enjoys wrestling enjoyed her taste of it and trying to get into it and then she kind of tough tough girls up at certain moments then it can work but if they try to just make her this badass i just don't know if that's gonna fly brother i mean that's that's the main thing um 
Like, her wrestling character needs to be different from, like, who she is. I mean, she's got a lot of appeal. You know, I'm not a big mixed martial arts uh, fan or follower like everyone else. So, like, I don't really know a lot of her rise, you know, when she was undefeated. But a lot of people said, like, yo, once she, when she got found out, when she got exposed, she got exposed. Like, you know, her technique was gone. Like, all her flaws came through. Um, but what people liked about Ronda Rousey is like outside of the ring, like she said, she's super relatable. Um, she's kind of like a geek, you know, people grew up, she grew up watching the same nonsense on television that we all watch and she related to it. So we could relate to her, her geekdoms and her fandoms, you know, and normally you don't really see that from our sports people post Michael Jordan where, you know, your image is so tailored to be exactly what you want it to be presented as. She just seemed to be like, all right, like, yo, she's just a cool girl you can hang out with. But her job is, you know, she punches other chicks in the face, you know. Um, it's a little different in wrestling because I don't, I don't know. Like, when she came, it wasn't like it was a surprise. Like, we've known for like two years this was the thing. Once her UCF career was kind of... She kind of softly retired. It was like, this was the next step for her. She's going to go continue. No, 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 no. She didn't softly retire. She got them boots put to her ass. And she was... <laughs> that's how she was like, it fuck this. It was a this. soft retire. There fuck was this, like no cake and ice cream for us. It's like, yo, I'm going to slide out the party. Not technically, but, yo, you know. She was, she, was like, <laughs> she was like, oh, that's what an ass woman feels like. Peace. I'm out. All right. Like. Screw you guys and going him. She like My she point. like went she like went straight Cartman and going just, him. Just seeing her wasn't exciting enough for me. Um, I thought it was cool that she had Piper's jacket. I mean that's that's nice, but also like the Bowman in me was thinking. I'm like, man, that jacket looks a little big on her. Like, why she, why is that jacket a little big? You know, like that's just that was just me thinking. And then when we found out it was Piper Jack, I'm like, oh, that's why it was a little big on her, right? And she didn't get it fitted. Um, the route, the 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 rowdy route, Ronda, it's got alliteration in it. So for my quality, the quality fan of me is like, all right, I'll take the alliteration. But I don't know if she's earned that title yet. I haven't seen anything in her that makes her rowdy. She just kind of stared and pointed at the WrestleMania sign, and that's what everyone does, right? When confused. Point at the WrestleMania sign. Mega Rand and I were joking about this earlier on Twitter. Like, yo, just go find a sign to point at. All right? You got nothing to do. Just start pointing at something. All right? And people are going to take you serious. Like, all right, yo, he knows what he's talking I, about. I he's mean, but, but that moment <laughs> that, that moment did give me my the great... Uh, there's a meme right now. It's a gif of her going to handshake Asuka. And Asuka smacking her hand away. And then right when it happens, the FOH of fuck out of here appears. The internet... Mm-hmm. The internet wins again. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah. I, I am... I want to wait and see what she does. I don't really trust the WWE in developing her character. Now, if you told me like Ronda Rousey was going to Ring of Honor or New Japan, I would have more faith in them actually presenting her as like a credible character. You know? And they would fully develop her into like a pro wrestler. WWE, I think they're gonna like, they're gonna be like, all right, she's Ronda, you know, I don't know how she talks on a mic as like an acting thing, all right, I don't know how she's gonna talk as a wrestler, but they're gonna probably book her as like, all right, she's a legitimate pro fighter, 
Um, they don't really do strong style wrestling here, so it's gonna probably do like like a weak style, and she's gonna win like that. But we'll see. I don't know. We we'll see. Um, yeah. We do have an update from a story from last time too. Mark Mark Henry clarifies his status. Illa Mark Henry says he's not retired yet. He still got more to take. Unfortunately, he didn't say that. I wanted him to say that. He did not say that. Uh, salmon suits have not been retailered yet. I got a lot more left in the tank. Uh, <laughs> but he says, like, no, he 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 can still go. He still will put the boots on if they need him to. It's just his role has changed a little bit. Right now, his current role is that of, like, a talent scout and ambassador. That his job is kind of like... um. You know, being an ambassador for the WWE and their charitable programs outside of the entertainment project. And then also just scouting new talent and bringing them in. So. I mean, that makes sense. He's been with the company like 20 years. But we know that doesn't mean anything because there's, there's no loyalty in the E. I mean, they fired, you know, uh, Johnson, the, the composer, who was there for like just as long. So. I'm yeah, just... but I mean, they have CFO making them fire-ass theme songs that don't all sound like generic 80s, you know, thrash rock. So, I like some of the stuff that Jim Johnson's created. He's done his thing. You know, it was time for him to be future endeavored. They could have no, probably just... done it in a better way or maybe had oh. him um, work with CFO or, you know. Look, you don't do Willie Loman Jim Johnson or anyone for like 20 years, bro. <laughs> no matter how 80s trash rock their songs were all right no one needs to get willie loman sell washing machines that many years you can at least get a gold watch i mean it's wwe <laughs> they're petty so yeah um yo henry's still here you know he didn't show up in the rumble probably won't show up in mania but uh we'll see i I, like i said like we discussed last week in detail henry deserves like a a good sign off you know he's done a lot for the company and his value wasn't really appreciated until late in his career i mean I, i just think that he's done wrestling you know that's just pretty much what it is um so he's not gonna show up on anything else I mean, he's he's done. Send Henry to New Japan. They'll take it. I, that's my solution. Send him to New Japan. I mean, he still got gas in the tank. I still got some, I still got more gas left in the tank. <laughs> Get him in the ring. Go beat some ass, man. Like that's all we need to see. Just one more run. One right. more run. One more run. Yo, speaking of one more run. You won't believe who's preparing for one more run. Who's preparing for one more run? We, I, this, we have a shocking turn of events, man. What is going on with our favorite gentleman? What, wait, what? Yes, we have news. Okay. From our longest-running telenovela. Oh, shit. Las Aventuras. Hey, Alberto, Albertron, Jesus, amigos. When we last left our hero, 
he was doing some terrible work for multiple parts of multiple disasters in Mexico. And he seemed to be wanting to turn over a new leaf as he prepares for his impending retirement. But this week, we see Alberto Del Rio um, once again taking a step towards the positive in his life. And allegedly, according to himself, he has apologized none other than to Triple H, a.k.a. What? The man with the big nose. Get the F out. Oh, no. He is no longer our hero. <laughs> he is no longer our hero. He talked. Why did he apologize to him? Why? <laughs> All right. So, um, Alberto uh, El Patron was talking, giving an interview to a uh, uh, publication down in a Spanish publication, I think down in Mexico. I forgot the name, but we got a translation here. Um, he claims that he apologized to Triple H for the issues that they were having uh, when he was in a relationship with his ex-partner. She what? and her entire family made me believe that those who affected our relationship were them, specifically him. So, of course, I would go back to the E. I would not go back full-time, but I would make a special appearance before I put my wrestling boots and I will surely, and I will make sure it surely happens before I retire. I will do something special with them. Shame. I see a very different Shame. 2018. Shame. But in 2019, before leaving, I'm definitely going to do something with them. We shook hands and everything is fine now. Time heals wounds. Oh, you mother sucker, Del Rio. <laughs> you talk. Purity cash money shit about the man with the big nose. And now you gotta go and kiss up to him and kiss ass and try to make up to him so you can get in his good graces to go back. You, sir, are no hero. Hey, look, man, we've never uh, claimed that Del Rio was anything but smart. Or street smart or some type of something. He knows what's up. All right. And if Del Rio is retiring in 19, he wants the biggest send-off ever. And no matter how big he is in the indies, if he wants that big retirement party, I mean, he is a multiple-time champion in the E. You know, he can get that that HO, that Hall of Fame ring. Uh, you, you gotta play politics, and this is Del Rio playing politics. Like I said, he says he's turned over a new leaf. 2018 is gonna be different for him, and um, there's been no incidents yet, man. Look at it, man. He's doing charity work. Maybe has a new yeah, lady yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. And I'm gonna let you finish, but um, <laughs> I mean, he just straight bitched up so he could try to make his way back to the E. That's just sad. Without the ghost who wrestles, Del Rio's spine just turned yellow. It's a, look, sad, it's a sad day, friends. Look, it's a sad day. And look, don't get invited down to the restaurant now, all right? <laughs> <laughs> For a back alley brawl with the proprietor. Have <laughs> some, some fajitas and fists. <laughs> what are we going to do, man? <laughs> Oh man, margaritas and molly wops. 
I mean, it all goes down to San Antonio at Del Rio's joint. Come on, dog. I can't believe this dude. <laughs> but I mean, I guess he played he playing the game. And Triple H is in a power position where he gotta you gotta go through him. So that's sad, sad, sad. Look, there's always twists and turns. You know, I mean loss of interest. Damn it, Bowman. First the fat boys break up. Now it is. <laughs> we'll find out next time on El Patron y Sus Amigos. Alright, let's get to it. Uh we had a busy couple of weeks, man. So of course. Royal Rumble. Um, just quick thoughts first on the Royal Rumble. Overall opinions on the Rumble, Illa. What are you thinking? Yo, the Rumble from top to bottom was pretty fire. I've got to give it to him. It was the, it's the best pay per view the E has put out in many, 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 many months. Um, it had some good matches, good action, good turns of events. Having the men go on first and the women last. So they could have the Rousey reveal as the big deal at the end. Um, I enjoyed it. You know, the AJ Styles versus uh, Owens and Zayn match was pretty good. Um, what else do they have going on there? They had the uh, the, the SmackDown Lesnar. championships with the uh, um, the Usos and the uh, what they call them New Alpha Two, uh, American Alpha Two, and they had the. Raw championships with Jason Jordan versus the Bar. Yeah, that was the only match that wasn't like, eh. That was probably the lowest grade match. The Usos match was good. Um, the Braun Brock Kane was good, and the two the two Rumbles were actually pretty good. They had some great action, some great moments, man. So man, I enjoyed. What did you think about it? You gotta take your Brock Lesnar glasses off, man. That three was a mess. Yeah, and that's what I'm not gonna do. <clears throat> <laughs> I believe in the beast. It was a good match, man. I mean, you know, you had Braun and Brock. They had some. They did their power moves. You know, putting people through announce tables and catching F5s. And Brock put those hands on Strowman for a minute, for real. He caught him with that right, like, like two pieces right quick, like left and that right uh, to the ear. Strowman was days like, oh, this shit just got real, son. But you know, they had a good match, man. Braun remained strong, and Kane did what Kane came to do, which is take that L. So, so uh, there were. We'll get the shenanigans and the uh, on SmackDown later with the, uh, the 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 handicap for the WWE title, man. But all right, let's go with the first the the men's Rumble, um, which. You know, it made sense that it was the second match on. I mean, you have two rumbles, so, I mean, that's going to be, you know, two matches on a four-hour card right there. This is two hours. And then also, they're in Philly. So, I figured, oh, you put the men's on now, so there's no way you can disappoint the crowd <laughs> like you normally do at the rumble. And um, my one thing I was a little disappointed in, as we know, Rey Mysterio came back. Uh, technically, what we've heard so far, he hasn't signed a full-time WWE contract, so who knows if this Rumble appearance is just a one-time deal. But what I thought would have been best, because they wasted the 30 spot. They wasted the 30 spot on Ziggler. We're going to go on to this in a second, all right? But Mysterio comes out, what, 26? 
right? Yes. They could have had Mysterio come out 30, and it would have been like the perfect surprise slash redemption. Because remember the year, I think it was the 2014 Rumble, when everyone wanted Daniel Bryan to win, and they thought Daniel Bryan was going to come out, and Daniel Bryan did not come out, and everyone was pissed, and the number 30 slot was Rey Mysterio, and he got booed out the building. Um, it would have been great if Mysterio was the 30 spot in this situation. He would not have been booed. It would have been, once again, a legitimate surprise, and he would have been like, ah! And the, and the ending of the Rumble would have been the same, because by the time, like, uh, Ziggler was out, like, the ring was still packed with, like, what, six or seven dudes? So, it wasn't like, you know, it would have changed the, the ending. I mean, and I don't know. I mean, I still don't know what the hell they're trying to do with Ziggler. So I don't know I, the point of having him in that spot. I think the Ray Mysterio got a great spot, a great pop. Um, he he looked great in terms of his phys- you know, his, his physical stature, his, his physique. He looked a little leaner uh, and just athletic, and he was moving gracefully and doing his thing. And they definitely could have had him come out at thirty, and you know, it's just hashtag WWE logic. Look, man, so here's the thing about the Ziggler thing. And I was thinking about this. This is probably way too much in-depth for Ziggler. But part of the reason why when the WWE does this thing like I'm quitting the company and leaving is that the wrestlers are never gone long enough for the fans to like really miss them. And they never do anything else. Now, years ago when the WWE was really strict about their contract, not branching out or even acknowledging other promotions exist, like really what they should have done is at bare minimum, they could have had Ziggler wrestle on NXT. You know? Could have had him be like a workhorse on NXT. Go wrestle there. Go wrestle at like one of the progress shows or one of the like European brands that they're associating with right now. Just have him just not even... But show up there, you know? Make it look like, oh, he really did leave. But the way everything works, everyone knows when your contract's expiring, damn near to the minute, right? Like your storylines get leaked before you even finish writing them, you know? Um, Ziggler, when he left, he wasn't in a position like he was CM Punk where he was universally loved. It was not that at all. It was just like people were just so indifferent on Ziggler. So him being gone for two weeks, you know, him giving up the United States Championship for no reason at all, just to reappear at the Rumble for no reason at all, is not going to get the reaction you expect if you've done nothing with Ziggler in the intro. Nothing at all. So, but, all right, that was Ziggler, man. Um, Ty Dillinger got jumped. Uh, you know, I guess his spot will always be the 10, which I'm like, yeah, well, let's see if he makes it to the ring. Uh, speaking of people getting jumped, I thoroughly enjoyed Heath Slater being stomped on for like a good, what, seven or 10 minutes? He couldn't get in the ring? I mean, that was a great bit. That was a great bit. I was like, they just need to have this. They just, if they could just held on and just roll that out to the end, that would have been hilarious. Oh, yeah. man. I mean, this Heath is not getting in. Then gets in at the very end. And it's like, Heath Slater's a part of the Final Four. And then immediately gets tossed. <laughs> See, that would that would have been great. That would have been like, you know, uh, a good little um, surprise. Remember they did that with Rusev a couple of years ago? Rusev got rolled out under the ropes. And a lot of people realize, like, yo, Rusev's still in there. And then he got tossed out by Roman. You know? Um, yo, speaking of Rusev Day, Rusev is so over right now. You know? Like, I uh, mean, Rusev, Mashka, Rusev, such and such. You gotta love it, man. 
Happy like, Rusev Day. Did he did work? He kind of held down. You have all these people that hold down like the beginning of the Rumble. Like Finn was like the Iron Man uh, this year. He was uh, holding it down. He got tossed out by you know John Cena. Uh, more on that later. I'm a man got a dado. I'm sorry. Happy Rusev Day. That's so excellent. Screw you, New Day. Rusev Day. <laughs> Yo, so, and then not only that, he's got a title shot coming up on Rusev Day. <laughs> every day is Rusev Day. So, um, man, I, I even forget. I mean, I'll go. I can't believe I can't remember, man, where. Uh, you know, but that was the thing about Rusev, man. Like, Rusev just take things and he runs with it. And Rusev Day just seemed to be like a one-off joke that is just like, yo, this is just amazing. Um, but I'll never forget when he, like, posted a picture of, like, Grandma Rusev. <laughs> I did not see this. Does Grandma yeah, Rusev look like him in a skirt It was, or like, on. He was, like, he was, like, talking about his family, like, how everyone in his family is a winner. Even the dog is a goddamn winner. <laughs> Okay. And you like you went down like the entire lineage, and it was great. It was it was a promo on Raw, I think like two years ago. I forget the date, but like yeah, Grandma Rusev's a winner as well. Um, man, what else happened? In, oh, the good bit with the hurricane. Shane Helms showed up for like what six seconds. Um, basically, uh, basically his friendship. He's friend. He's taken that friendship with Matt Hardy and parlayed it into you know uh, Rumble payday. Uh, cause, uh, what was it? Matt Hardy and, uh, Sean Helms and one of the deletion videos, uh, buried the man with three H's. <laughs> <clears throat> they buried the man with three H's and the joke is like, yo, they're the ones doing the burying. Um, so, uh, Sean, I was not expecting him, man, but you know what? I was kind of happy that. The, the surprise entrance in the Males Royal Rumble were kind of like people from NXT. You know, Adam Cole, um, Andreas, good seeing them, like, you know, going to talent that can kind of go and showing off where, you know, future people will be coming from. And then, of course, we had the end where it was kind of, they set it up that it was like a new generation versus the old generation. Because you had Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton, and John Cena staring and staring down Finn Balor Nakamura yep and was Roman on that new generation side Roman Reigns which I it was it was funny seeing Mysterio there because like Mysterio was part of yes the old school but he's only been there for like 10 minutes right so (laughs) and then like uh Mysterio shouldn't be wanting to team up with John Cena anyway because he Mysterio should know from, you know, that John Cena will screw you over for the benefit of himself. Just like, you know, Mysterio wins the title and John Cena's like, I'm challenging you for that at the end of the night, Ray. I know you just won a tournament and you fought like all these fucking guys, but I'm taking my rematch now. Be ready in 30 minutes. Um, John Cena's not a good dude. But uh, yeah, I don't know if you've noticed, but like John Cena wrestling in the Rumble... Like, he kind of had that old man pout on, and he was kind of a little heelish in his mannerisms, you know? Uh, so, Hashtag I guess he's really fuck get- John Cena. Mm-hmm. I guess he's getting ready for that Duke Nukem role, you know? As long as we get him the fuck out of here, it's all good. So, so. Uh, End of the story, uh, Nakamura wins the Rumble. And so- Swag Ski! Uh, I guess we're going to get a Swag repeat. Swagski Nakamura. 
of uh, from a, their Wrestle Kingdom match from a few years ago, AJ Styles versus Nakamura at Mania. So maybe finally uh, Nakamura will have a match as great as his uh, debut with Sami Zayn at Takeover Dallas. It was Dallas, right? Or Austin? Yes. Yeah. No, I think it was Dallas. Yeah. All right. Um, but I think AJ versus uh, Nakamura is going to be quite a match. And it's unexpected just to see that these are, are finally two different dudes in the main event. Um, I mean, I know we're going to have Brock versus Reigns, which is cool or whatever. But it's just it just feels a little bit fresher. Um, the problem with the Rumble uh, period is that now it's a weird thing, man. But like these guys don't have that same kind of star power, you know, that. And I, I don't know how to explain it, man. Like, before you would have your um, Mark Henry's, your Kane's, your whoever, who would be in the wretch. And you knew they weren't going to win, but you kind of had a certain respect for them, you know. Whereas now they have guys in there who you know you they aren't going to win, and you don't respect them and you don't expect them to. <laughs> you know, and it's a good bunch of that in the ring. You know, it's a bunch of Zigglers. So it gets... It gets a little um, predictable in that sense, you know. But I like the fact that they went with Nakamura. Um, I'm I'm glad they didn't, you know, feed Reigns again or Cena, um, and it just makes sense. So because they can still do the program with Lesnar through Elimination Chamber or any other number of shenanigans that the WWE will easily and readily pull just to get the outcome that they want. All right, um, so let's burn through this real quick. Uh, Jason Jordan might be legit injury or whatever, so that's why they, they took the belts off of him. Uh, more on that's developing, but that was all right match. Um, the Usos and American Alpha 2, that was to me that was a little underwhelming. Like two roll-ups, two pins really quick. Um, it felt like the match was just starting to get somewhere, and then it was over. We then have probably forgetting something else. Um, AJ, AJ, and Sammy shenanigans, which we'll get to that on SmackDown. And we had the Women's Royal Rumble, which if you read the dirt sheet, you pretty much knew all the surprise women that were going to be in there. But it was still fun to see them. And the Women's Rumble was uh, it was new, it was expect, it was unexpected. So I think like it was enjoyable all the way through, all the way to the end, because of you know how fresh it was. So, Ella, what did you think of the first Women's Royal Rumble? It was a lot of fun. I mean, it's the same. <laughs> when, I t- when, I, when they announced it, I said on this very podcast that they were going to reach into the cracks and crevices, g- dig underneath the pillow, uh, the pillow cushions in the couch to find whatever crumbs of women that have passed through the halls of WWE to fill out that Royal Rumble. And that's exactly what they did. Illustradamus. Well, we did the math. There was only 21 of them, and there were 30 spots. We did the math. Hopefully, you did too. Um, unfortunately, hold on. Can we have a moment of silence for the captain, Alicia Fox, who is unfortunately injured, and she'll be out for a few months? I had no idea that she wasn't even in the Rumble. Yo, come on, man. <laughs> come on. I, you know, it, it made so much sense that I just 
totally oblivious to the fact that she wasn't there. Um, who else wasn't there? That girl with the with the funny nose. Um, it's a handful of new blood that wasn't there. But you know, it was cool for what it was. I would have loved to have seen the return of Gail Kim and some yep, people who yep, actually yep. can wrestle. I loved. I love seeing Molly Holly back in action. She was doing her thing. Molly Holly is dope. Um, the appearance by Lita was kind of weird because Lita has lost a step. Um, Tori Wilson was cool. Michelle McCool surprised. Me. I'm surprised they gave her that much play and that much burn because she eliminated a bunch of people. Yeah, that's the Undertaker's wife. So, And she eliminated a bunch of people. I'm yeah, talking about her being her. <laughs> Not in relation to the taker, but just her being her. Um, I don't know. People gotta people gotta stop like you know, like equating the uh you know the ladies with their husbands. Cause you know, I mean Which is what you just the, did. This, which I did. So like look, I'm problematic too. I'm part of the problem too. Right? I hate that phrase problematic. But anyway, uh so we'll just um, we'll just skip through all that. <laughs> right. And the same thing kinda happened with the Bellas, right? Like people like vicariously associate the Bellas by their husbands, you know? So, um, one's Daniel Bryan and one's Cena, regardless. But the Bellas aren't noteworthy. (laughs) They just really aren't. I will say... The Bellas are a failed experiment. You know, uh, the Bellas going toe-to-toe with Asuka is a little like, man, whatevs. But uh, Lita, that... All right, I was a little scared with that moonsault with Lita because she didn't get as much height. And part of me was thinking like, Yo, your your pants are too baggy. Like you couldn't generate enough push Yo, off the turnbuckle. That was the, the flattest moon. No, she just jumped. She just went up there really quickly and did it quickly. You know, you could tell she was kind of. I, I would assume that's nerves, because normally she'll do it. She'll stand and prep. Like she just got up there. Like let me get up here and get this move out and over. And you know she pulled it off and no one got injured. Uh, luckily, that almost came on the next night, but. <laughs> I mean, I, it was saw, fun, man. We I saw Jacqueline. I was not expecting Jacqueline. You know, I, I was not expecting that outfit on Jacqueline. But I don't know what she was wearing. Um, but it was fun, man. I just the women's the women's Royal Rumble was fun. Now the question becomes, how would they do it in the next year? Because we've seen every woman on the roster, so that was like, <laughs> I I think at this year they continue to build. They're they're hiring a lot more women, so. I don't think we'll be in a mad dash to get the thirty for next year. Yeah, they they you need know? to do something about that because, um, like, I will say, remember, just like uh, a lot of people, are like, yo, they'll just they'll just pull from NXT. So I think next year we'll probably see more NXT call ups or you know signees that make an appearance in the Rumble, incorporating the brand more. Um, like this year we just had Amber Moon, so the 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 champions on. Uh, the champions for both divisions, of course, appeared respectfully in both Rumbles. My only thing about Ember Moon is, and I, I kind of said it on Twitter when we were live tweeting uh, TakeOver. It's like, all right, so the whole point of her match was she got her arm broken. And, like, her arm was so injured that she couldn't go for a pin after her damn finishing move. But was somehow able to survive in an arm bar for, like, three minutes. And then still get the roll up. I'm like, what type of... I'm like, damn, am I getting so old that I can't even enjoy the absurdity of wrestling anymore? Hmm. I wonder what kind of logic that is. Hmm. I know. All right. Yeah. Like, hmm. Hmm. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. yes. 
If only we could use it with a hashtag to help us remember yeah, and, you know, know. Uh, you know, categorize and organize these ideas. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ember Moon is dope, man. I like her character. Um, I like where she's at, you know, in her spot. I can't wait for them to finish developing her. It was cool seeing her in the... It was cool seeing her, Kari Sane, um, some of the other call-ups from NXT in that Women's Royal Rumble. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. You know, I like Nia Jax doing her thing, proving that she's a beast. You know, and it just showed that the women have a lot of different characters and a lot of different flavors. Yeah, um, I'm kind of tired of like Nia Jax getting chumped out, though. I mean, it's been like, I understand they're trying to protect her, but you can't just keep eliminating Nia Jax from these competitions in these same ways. It's like, all right. She's not a jack, so she can't just like get yeah, thrown out by one person. But I mean, you, you gotta to look at like how but many. But we always jump her. Find a new. Well, well not, but but look at Great Kali, Mark Henry, Kane, um, Stroke, any of the big bruiser types. This is the same thing since happened to any of them. Have any of those do? You know, it's very well. Maybe Kane. Some you know they they very rarely win the big Royal Rumble match. Like it just doesn't really happen. So big show. You know, all these, you know, it's not to say that it's never happened because I can't remember every single right, one, but, right. you know, so she's getting that same kind of treatment. But I think that she's going to get the belt, you know, in the next year or so. Um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Oscar gets her run, but she needs, she needs a strap. My thing is like, they need to do more character work with her learning from her mistakes because a lot of times the Nia character hasn't evolved past her arrogance yet. Where the reason why a lot of the times why she's losing these matches to these wrestlers she should not be kayfabe is because she's still so arrogant. And yeah, but also she has that Enzo rub. She hasn't quite rinsed it off of her yet. Oh, that wasn't her idea. That was that was a bad see, I don't even want to speak on that. I completely erased that man from my mind. I've been tell I told y'all months ago he wasn't good dude. I told you this. And at first, it was a joke, right? At first, I was joking like, ah, he's not a good dude. You know what I'm saying? His character showed up and sexually harassed people backstage naked. Who knew that allegedly, fiction would be so... <laughs> allegedly, son. Allegedly. 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 But still, man, I'm like, hmm, Enzo, you're not really painting a picture for yourself. Hmm, why are you talking so spicy on these podcasts, Enzo? Hmm, why does the DMV want you to change your license that looks like a penis, Enzo? Good people don't drop penises for a signature, Enzo. This isn't a good look, dude. Yes, and on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> oh, yeah, Oscar wins. It was dope. Uh, Kari Sane's got a dope elbow, uh, um, elbow drop from the top. And she was even doper in Lucha Underground when she was a, a ninja. And an assassin, go watch Lucia Underground. Um, it was great seeing Tori Wilson, um, Lita, put some pants on with the belt. Don't kill everybody. Um, <clears throat> the belt is maybe or maybe not back. Um, and Austin's going to WrestleMania. Ronda Rousey points at a sign. Uh, point at a sign if you're ever confused. Rumble's great. Um, raw. Boom. Raw starts off. No one knows where Ronda Rousey is. What the hell? How does that make any sense? Your hottest signing doesn't show up on the show. Um, I guess they really are going to do the Brock Lesnar thing with her. She's going to show up when she's ready. Uh, did you see the, the opening for Raw when uh, Braun continued his 
attempted murder spree and flipped over the the stage as they're calling it uh on kane uh yes so i guess kane is being written off the show to go continue his or attempted mayoral campaign when does that even happen i don't even know but apparently he's still in the race so uh yeah man braun took care of kane i was a little concerned that we were going to keep feuding but apparently that's it he flipped the table um Ella, the WWE handyman, I should say, uh, text. Why, if a stage got flipped over, would you leave all that equipment plugged in? Good question. For three hours. Wouldn't that be a danger? Fire danger? Escape danger? <laughs> all, like, of, all of the above. Like, <laughs> And it was like, so every time throughout Raw where they kept like... Here's a shot of the stage area that Braun Strowman destroyed. I'm like, damn, man. Like, I guess these guys are on union time. Like, they can't, like, can't deconstruct the set until after the show. <laughs> I was like, all these wires and whatnot here, man. I'm like, damn. And they moved them ringside. I'm like, all right, whatever. Whatever. So, like, yeah, he flipped the table. Um, Kane's been ridden off or whatnot. So, yeah, he flipped the table. Uh, Braun is, of course, qualified for the last man standing for the Elimination Chamber. Um, what happened? Bray Wyatt defeated Woken Matt Hardy um, after a Wyatt distraction. Uh, man. I think we said this a long time ago. We're like, yo, they don't know what to do with Woken Hardy. I, you know, I want to give it time. Like, they just got the rights back. It really, in the grand scheme of things, it's only been like a month. You know, so but if Woken keeps associating with Wyatt, then mm, and they need the vignettes, man. Like that's the thing. Like if we don't get some vignettes happening soon, this Woken thing isn't isn't happening. Um, the Miz defeated Roman uh, in a rematch for the Intercontinental uh, Championship. Um, so that happened. Um, Revival defeated defeated Heath Slater and Rhino. Um, Oscar, I think the match of the night, I think we'll both agree was uh, Oscar versus Sha- Sasha Banks. Um, yo, Sasha's got to stop falling on her head, man. Yes, Mick Foley, uh, was you know trying to admonish her about that. That's what I heard. That he was like, "Look, you just need to just stop doing the suicide dive because you're fucking it up." <laughs> so just stick to you know yo Dre stick to producing <laughs> she just needs to you know to stick to what she knows because we already know she's injury prone so she needs to not do anything that could potentially lead to her and an operating room table so uh, yeah um, yo Titus Worldwide I guess the storyline kind of came full circle now you know they, they beat um, the bar surprisingly a couple weeks ago so now they had opportunity for the uh the title and the bar had it back. Um, they're trying to make Apollo Crews happen, but I don't think this was the spot. That was a good match. That was a good showing by Apollo Crews. Only problem is this match happened after, like, Asuka and Sasha Banks, you know, pretty much tried to kill each other. So, like, sequencing is a thing, you know? If you're really trying to get... um you know, this guy over. And I think, I think with the right bit, 
Like, people can get it. Like, Titus is a likable guy. He's really likable again. Um, he's got charisma. Uh, it's something that Apollo's character needs. You know, he can't just be a smiling black guy who's very athletic. This match showed it, but I think the audience was tired. You know, it's just something, you know, you got to have these, these ebbs and flows. And you can't just be on, like, 11 all throughout Raw. It's a three-hour show. But, like, yeah, um, the bar won. Now, the main event of the night uh, for an elimination qualifying match was uh, John Cena, free agent, who's still explicitly a free agent that only shows up on Raw. Uh, just shows up wherever the hell he wants and uh, defeated Finn Balor um, with a uh, the second rope attitude adjustment. Now, Ella, uh, we know your your motto is hashtag fuck John Cena. <laughs> but uh, Cena once again was a little heelish in this match. Do you think? Well, I mean, John Cena's face is heelish. <laughs> so, you know, he's always a heel. I mean, like, he totally hit that first AA, like, too sweet of the air, like, too sweeted himself, and then did the, the Cena chant, and then, like, yo, put it out. Like, I'm not even mad that uh, Balor didn't win, because, you know, Balor wasn't in his final form. So that's expected, right? Like, he'll have to bring out the demon, the demon to beat Big Match John, and, um,. John did a little bit of work. This still wasn't like United States Championship level Cena, but it was like, you know, all right, maybe I'll give a little bit of effort Cena uh, tonight. So, um, man, I was wishing, I was really wishing that like Balor was Prince Devitt. He was healing it up. That way Gallows and Anderson could have came, you know, hit John Cena with the uh, magic killer, because what do Al Anderson and Gallows exceed at? Their specialty: beating up John Cena, <laughs> beating the f-, f up out of John Cena. So, um, I want to see that again, but whatever, we'll see. Elimination Chamber is some weeks away. Uh, SmackDown Live happened. United States uh, Championship. Rusev, as we discussed, he's got a championship opportunity on Rusev Day. Are Are you wondering? Whose job it is backstage to prepare all these damn pancakes for the new day? It's definitely not them, right? Whose job is to prepare all these damn pancakes for the new day? Like, it's some intern, right? It's like, yeah, I got an intern with WWE, and now I'm fucking making pancakes for Big E to push down his singlet and take the ring. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We got to rewind with... Them having the great <laughs> Kofi spot this year, being <laughs> Kofi being tossed out of the ring and being caught by a member of the New Day and then having his foot put on top of the tray of pancakes so that he can get back into the ring. Like, they keep coming up with hilarious ways to just work this whole Kofi spot at the Royal Rumble. I mean, I, I would love for them to actually have him win it one year and just push it through. But it was another great addition, another great entry into the canon of Kofi spots. And Naomi's spot was good as well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Kofi will win it. But I do want to see Kofi make it to like a final four or a final two. Because it seems the last couple of years, what they've done is they've done the Kofi spot and then eliminated him like immediately after. You know. 
Um, but like ten years of coming up with creative ways to, um, you know, save yourself needs to pay off in something, man. But like, bro, a stack of pancakes. Exactly. And then the funny thing about the pancakes is the pancakes were there, and people kept landing in the pancakes and getting pissed at the pancakes. Like Hurricane almost tripped in the pancakes. I forgot who else got thrown in the pancakes. Hur- like, Hurricane recoiled in fear when he saw the pancakes. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Like, oh shit, it's pancakes. Oh, like maybe that's his kryptonite pancakes. We finally yeah, figured it out. Yo, know, maybe man, he's a waffle fan. That one, you know. Well, so. I mean, he did look like, as Corey Graves noted, he'd been on those waffles and pancakes or something. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, man, new day. These pancakes, man. Whatever, man. Like. I'm so, just wait. You remember how they started selling the cereal? Just wait. It's gonna be like probably this year. They're gonna do an instant mix box of like unicorn pancakes for the new day. <laughs> <clears throat> These fools. Yeah. Right. So, um, uh, Trap House Usos came out. They cut a promo how they said they they beat everybody. They've beaten everybody. Um, like yeah, great promo. All facts. Right. Um. Uh, the, the 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 Brudgeon Brothers came out, so I guess maybe they'll go with them, which would be an interesting pairy. Um, Charlotte cut a promo about WrestleMania, and then um, Riot Squad came out and beat her up, and then Kamala came out. And I thought I thought she ran out hilariously. Like her running out of the ring brought a smile to my face because she's running, she's trying to keep her hat on. I was like, Damn girl, <laughs> like you don't need the hat, you just need to keep the brace, the the briefcase. And then, like the mechanics of the money and the uh, the bank contact, um, seems so funny. Did they always? Did the person always have to announce that they're cashing it in? Because now there seems to be like a procedure that must be followed. You must bring a ref. The ref has to go on the ring, and the ref has to tell the announcer that she's cashing in the briefcase. And then the ref has to hand the briefcase to someone ringside. If any of these steps are interrupted then you technically do not fully cash in the briefcase. Because um, while Camilla was trying, the referee was taking a sweet-ass time trying to hand the briefcase to somebody, um, uh, Carmilla accidentally kicked her referee in the back. And we know referees have zero defensive ratings, right? So he was done. <laughs> he was done. Shit, they and... have negative defense. <laughs> you, put that, you put that stripe on. If if you aren't already a wrestler, you know, man. Yeah, you 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 put the striped shirt on and you become immediately over encumbered. <laughs> <laughs> like all your stats just drop, man. Smackdown, Dexterity, SmackDown, SmackDown, perception, uh, we also had strength. Shelton Benjamin and Gable versus the Fashion Police. Yo, they flipped the table. <laughs> I told you, like, I love how they're just showing up and passively aggressive, like, flipping things on people, right? Like, they flipped the Usos backstage. They showed up in the fashion police office, which, did you notice the top ten list in the office, Illa? Yes, sir. They were all different versions of the fashion police. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, I mean, how else are you going to do that? All right, I'm glad that, like, all right, the fashion police finally made it back on the SmackDown proper because if you haven't been watching on the internet... I swear, they've been doing great shit on... Bro, the montage. They did a fucking training montage on the internet, yo. And people miss that. But um, 
Yeah, so they got chumped out. Uh, fashion police got chumped out. But um, it's still dope that uh, freaking Connor... Who, which one of the essentials was wearing goddamn reading glasses? <laughs> <laughs> All right, just was was doing that. Uh, whatever, Fashion Files back. Uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles made Shinsuke Nakamura and Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn the main event, which... Get me this, man. So, AJ, um, he's facing them at the Rumble. And Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are like, yo, we got cheated out. Like, you need to get instant replay up in here. Like, that ref pinned the illegal person. Like, how is this fair? And then Daniel Bryan's like, um, our ref made a mistake. We got we to gotta keep this up, man. We got we to gotta keep this up. Our referee's decision's final. And I'm like... WTF, Brent, uh, Daniel, like three weeks ago, you told Gable and Shelton Benjamin, oh, the referee made a mistake. We have to flip the decision because it was a bad decision. So make up your mind. Can you not flip decisions or can you flip decisions? Because it seems that you're only making flip decisions when your story dictates it. That's pretty much what they do. That is Hashtag WWE logic. That's what they do. So, uh, so, so next week it's uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. The winner gets to face AJ Styles for the championship at uh, Fastlane. So I guess now Daniel Bryan, who appeared to be helping Sami Zayn and Owens, is now trying to split them apart by putting them against each other. This played off in the main event where um, Sami Zayn not once but twice left his partner hanging. On the second time, of course, um, Owens took barrage of finishers and then ate the pin, to which Sami was watching the screen backstage with his hands on his head like, oh, God, he actually lost. Yeah, dude, if you leave your, if you leave your partner in the ring by himself, he will lose. He will lose. So... Uh, all right, so what do you think, man? Predictions. You think they're actually gonna break up, or you think this is just like a play? They're gonna pretend to break up and get one over on us. I think that we're probably gonna have KO versus Sami Zayn at Mania. Um, I think that that's something that both of those guys have wanted, you know, to carry over from NXT and their WWE career. Uh, I would say overall, the presentation of Kevin Owens has always been kind of as superior to Sami Zayn so far. In the, even in his team up and his partnership. So if they did it as a mania match, it could be interesting. Um, I still think Owens would probably get the win, even though Sammy would deserve it because he's kind of been like that, the lovable underdog and now kind of the douchebag um, character that he is now as he partners with him. So we'll see which direction they take, but I, I think that's the only real viable outcome for the direction. I think they're going to squabble for a few more weeks and hopefully it'll carry him into Mania. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah, because I, I definitely don't think they're going to deviate from the uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, um, the Nakamura, uh, you know, AJ match. Like, people have been, people have been wanting that match since, um, since Nakamura signed. Like, people have been like, yo, when is this happening you know so it seemed like hey they're actually gonna do a a dream match now and so give the people what they want which is um crazy to think but not the norm for wwe yeah true 
So that is what we got SmackDown Live, man. So, uh, Ella, where can the good people find you when you're not helping the youth of Texas? No doubt. At Illa YC, of course. Um, we still got the uh, Charlie and the Champ going on the Twitters. You can also give at Planetary Chase a follow on the Twitterverse. And, of course, holler at your man at YC the Champ on the Instagrammatic. And uh, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me, the Bummer 112, when I'm not swimming mad laps at the, pen, the pool or doing an insane amount of pull-ups at Bowman12L on Twitter. You can also find me at Bowman12L on Instagram. Uh, we live tweet shows at Pod on the Twitter. Uh, we'll be there. If it's Bowman tweeting, it will probably be some cheesy-ass jokes. You know, that's me tweeting. Uh, you, can find, you can find us there. Uh, let us know what you're watching. <clears throat> we're gonna, we're gonna, or we're planning a New Japan like uh, watch night. So we'll give you an event to watch on New Japan World. And we'll come back and we'll watch it together. So keep your eyes open on the Twitter for that, and uh, we'll see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>